You do it all without breaking a sweat. Like being a boss exec to Tuesday tennis to the kids' homework. And you do it all in style. That's why Infinity created the all-new Infinity QX60. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With premium features like a panoramic moonroof and available massaging front seats to bring the ease to your everyday. The all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to take on life in style. Learn more at InfiniTiUSA.com. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. Ask Ashley. Yep, that's me. And me. <laughs> oh, best friend. We killing them. No, no friends. Get rid of them. Who these no niggas, yeah. I ain't feeling them. Yeah. It's just me and my ten in them. You know what's funny is I knew it was a big deal when they asked us to be a part of Essence Festival, but you don't ever realize how big a deal it is until you start telling people, oh yeah, we're speaking on a panel at Essence Festival. And they're like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like people were really pumped. Like that's such a big deal. I saw people today from work and they were like, wow, congratulations. That, And I was like, Oh, yeah, we're a big deal. How did we underestimate this? I think we just underestimate it because that's just how we, we operate are. in life. <laughs> yeah, I think it's true. Yeah. Big deal. Big deal. We're a big deal. We're a big deal. What is that? Oh. oh. You know... I just felt like some smooth tunes. Smooth jazz. Smooth jazz tunes. I wish I could add this to my smooth jazz playlist. That is a good... What is it? I don't know. You know how you can find those sounds on Instagram? Oh, those yeah. Those trending audios? Yeah. It's a trending audio called Moments in Love. And it's by this page That's called cute. Art of Noise Official. Oh, we need that. Where they just do all these really soothing sounds that end up turning into famous reels. I love that for them. Speaking of uh, smooth music, mm-hmm. I'm sick of people saying they hate the Drake album. Super sick of it. I am embarrassed to admit I still haven't heard it or the Chris Brown album. Chris Brown's album is long, so I haven't made it all the way through it. I've gotten halfway through. You need like a full day. Yeah. Why does he? Why does everything always have to have forty-two songs? I think it, yeah, and I think legit it has twenty-four. That's a long he, album. And to be fair, he's been doing this for a yeah. lot of albums. Honestly, yeah. to me it's too much. But I mean, I haven't listened to the whole thing. Maybe it's just the right amount. But back to Drake. Oh yeah, sorry. I want all of you people to stop talking bad about Drake's album. You know us at Ask Ashley. We are not necessarily Drake stands. Like but. we say the things that we need to say about him. However, his music is great. And that is one thing that you cannot take away from him. You can't. He's talented. And I don't know why people hate it so much, but stop saying it because you are stupid. It's a good album. I've heard two songs that they're playing on the radio. Yes, Chase, it's time for bed. You can stay up till 9.30. You got 30 minutes, but you need to go bathe and put on your pajamas. I love you so much. Goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Yes. Oh, lucky you. Bye.
So okay, what are so the songs? I've heard two songs on the radio. Yes. One, this one. Hey, home hanging on my neck. The bracelet matches the set. My brother name is Tina Dollar. Stop all that back and forth over the net. My mama wish I would have went corporate. She wish I would have went exec. I still turn to a CEO, so the lifestyle she respect. Hey, two sprinters to Quebec. Cherie, où est mon bec? They only giving niggas plus one, so I never pull up to the Met. You know I gotta bring the set. You know I gotta bring the G block. You know I gotta bring the D block. Cause you know how sticky it get. You know how sticky it get. Okay, that's an amazing song. So is the vibe of the album that? The whole album's basically that. It's a little bit different than typical Drake. Like if you listen to the last song on the album, that's typical Drake. It doesn't sound like the rest. And so everyone's like, oh, that's the only song I like. The one with 21 Savage. Yeah. This year. Yeah, Jimmy Cooks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Life. This is typical. Life is the only thing we need. But the other songs are They great. need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little key. But put on downhill. That's my, I think that's my very favorite. Sorry, does this song feel out of place yeah. once you've listened to the whole thing? But he put it at the end. It's Got like, it. oh, okay, this is my new vibe for this album, but I'm going to give you a little bit of that. Okay, got it. Got right it, at the it. end. All right, so let's hear, here's Downhill. And this is my fave. Listen to this. How do you not love this? How do you not? The first thing I thought, which is the meme that I keep seeing, Drake made this album for trying to take their girls on vacation. Yeah, okay. The Perfect. first thing that I heard when you played that, I was like, oh, this is going to be the soundtrack for Ashley's birthday. It is. And guess what? He dropped it at the very beginning of summer. And guess where people are going? On vacation. And guess where people are hanging out? At the pool, at the beach. And guess what people should listen to there? This. this Drake- he. It's perfect. He did what he... It's giving what it needed to give, and people need to stop hating. It's not freaking house music. I don't like house music. It gives me a headache. This is not house music. It's like vibey. Okay, so Joseph told us it is, in fact, house music because technically it's 128 BPMs. BPMs. Well, everyone kept saying it's house music, and I'm like, I have heard house music. I've been to Vegas. I've been in the yeah, clubs. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know what house music sounds like. This doesn't feel that way. 
But if there's a technical aspect to house music and then there's different types of house music. So he's saying it's chill house music. So it, it's it's more interesting. Chill house. Okay, so I like chill house music. I think I like chill house music too. I don't what's the house music that's like dun 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 No, but what I did, what I what's funny is that as I was listening to this album in the house and you know I don't know how to dance. But I think what I realized is I actually do know how to dance to this. And that maybe, and that's the white side of me. But it's like, I can feel that. And I can think of the moves to do. And you'd be, yeah, that's the white girl in me. It's the white girl in you. I bet if I went onto GarageBand and put in the metronome at 128 BPMs, even just the sound of the metronome. It'll get me going. Will get you going. It's like, if you ever pay attention to a good DJ set. Yeah. They've picked music that is in that same BPM. So oh, those is- crazy, amazing house nights in Vegas and whatever, yeah. where each song just blends into the next, now is also making sense. Because it's the BPMs. So then mm, it's an boom, easy flow boom. and transition. Well, Drake did it again. And I'm tired of people saying he didn't. And I don't even stand for Drake like that. Yeah, no. Nah. Chris Brown, jury's still out. Yeah, I haven't listened to it. I can't speak on it. I just think it's so crazy how over the course of two seasons, we've watched your love for Chris Brown. It's been a, it's been a yeah, it tanked. It tanked. It tanked. It did. Aww. And it's not that I don't love him anymore, but I just don't. He doesn't light my fire. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't tickle your pickles. He doesn't tickle my fancy the oh, way he used to. Yeah. Um, but I heard that the album is in fact good, but it is long. I'm going to check it out. When I have a week worth of nothing to do to listen no, to all the music. No, you literally have to be on like a four-hour car ride. Or like a plane. Maybe the plane <laughs> maybe ride. Maybe the plane ride home you could just yeah, put it on. Yeah, that's, yeah, that could be a thing. Yeah. That's funny, actually. On my plane ride over here. Yeah. I believed you were top-tier parenting. Oh, no. Someone I sat me. next to a woman that might have you beat. Your level of unbotheredness to your kids is something that deserves an award. Like Chase just called you three times and you said, no, Chase, you go, go to bed. This is all it is. I don't care what you have to ask me, blah, 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 blah. That to me is how I was raised and also how I want to deal with my children. Like, so she had two twin girls about nine to 11 years old. Oh, yeah. So Tough they, life. yeah, they have opinions. They They're don't want to sit in certain seats. They like have enough of a voice. Mm-hmm. Well, the two twins, like I would assume twins are, were also very different. Mm-hmm. One was a good listener and was reading her book. And the other one was like throwing toys. The man in front of her is like calling back to like stop kicking the seat. A lot of things are happening. She was the second twin. She had to have been the one that was born six minutes later. Yeah, for sure. Easily, easily the slower of the, the twins. Yeah. Don't, don't say that. Khadijah was the second one too. Oh, she was? Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, but you see how it plays out in their relationship. Malika very much is like an older sister. No, I don't spend enough time with oh, them to totally okay. recognize that. But I would have actually thought that Khadijah did more of the taking care of, considering the big old family she has. That she's no, that not person. in their relationship. Malika is the... Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She literally takes care of her like she's her little sister. sister. And I was talking to a guy at Tracy's... Tracy's sons had their birthday, yeah. and there was a bunch of twins there, but there was an 
older guy and he had a twin and he was saying the same thing. He was the younger twin. And when you say younger twin, it's like by minutes. Right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. But that his brother was very much that way too. Wow. It's well, weird. These two twins yeah. are the direct embodiment. And the, the way that she was just having candid conversations with her girls throughout the whole flight without positioning them as children. Yeah. But positioning them as people that needed to meet her. Yeah. At her level of communication. And I realize that's what you do. And that's what a lot of parents that I really admire is not trying to baby them or be like, well, I'm going to need you to sit still because this is a long plane ride and we have to it. No, sit still. You're doing too much. Put on a movie. Yeah, And if that, you don't understand that, I don't know what to tell you. I had that thing with Chase when we just went to Dallas because I sat there. We downloaded shows onto her iPad. Yeah. And then we get on the plane and she was like, I don't want to watch any of this. I said, oh, well, that's too bad because this is what you chose to download. And now here we are. And this is what you have to watch. Your options. Put on your headphones and watch it because I'm watching my show. Like <laughs> we're all watching shows. Leave me alone. I downloaded mine. You downloaded yours. So we're moving on. An hour into the flight, the girls yeah. turned to her. Like, I'm hungry. I want a snack. I want food. She said, OK, ladies, we need to do a quick check in with our bodies. <laughs> Are we actually hungry? Are yeah. we just bored? Yeah. Because I think it's the latter. And when yeah. I tell you this mom was killing it. Yeah. I was like, when she said we need to check in with our bodies. Yeah. Bitch. They were like, you're right, mom. And guess what? They were cool. And about an hour before the flight, when they were hungry again, she handed them the Hemispheres magazine. Oh, wow. Wait, and she said their cool. snack options are in the back of the magazine. Oh, You can cute. check them out. Yeah. And so the girls did. One ordered Pringles, one ordered a snack box, and they were fine. But her advice through the whole flight, I was just like, wow. Yeah. I thought I Ashley was mom. an anomaly, no. but they're out here. I love moms like that. Like, I don't have time for the baby talk. Listen, I existed in this world before you, and you're going to meet me where I'm at. For whatever reason, our kids don't like to respect us as much as they do their dads. I don't know why. You're not as scary. Yeah, we're not as scary. Our voices are higher and they think they can play with us. And so you have to find different ways to communicate with them. Yeah. yeah. Be or else you'll sit there and your kids will be running you. Or else you'll straight end up cursing your kids out. Well, sometimes you have to do that because that's what has to be done. I do it to my girls. I'm, I, and I don't feel bad because at the end of the day, I tried to say it nice. Mm -hmm. I then tried to say it firmly mm -hmm. and you still didn't listen. So now I'm going to be like, shut the f up. Stop. Stop. You took me here and now I'm f crazy, mom. So here I am. I'm f***ing crazy. As soon as I say a cuss word, everything stops. Stop. Because they know you try your best not to use that language yeah. with them. You brought, you brought me here. And my dad, that was the one piece of advice my dad gave me about parenting. What did he say? He said, every now and then, you have to go crazy on them. <laughs> he said, you have to. And he said, because then they will fear the look in your eye. He said, that was the thing with his mother. She, he said, my mom didn't go crazy on me a lot because... I could see that little spark go in her eye and I was like, oh no, I don't want the smoke. He says, so every now and then you have to get that crazy look and be like, I will f you up. And then- I'm not gonna lie to you. Those few moments my mom reacted with me yeah. like that were the things that allowed me to be fearful of yeah. her reaction. Yeah. 
Not that I ever thought she would lose it on me. No. I mean, I grew up getting spankings and all that shit, but I mean, like, lose it, like, spaz on me. Yeah. But I would realize once she took a particular tone Mm -hmm. or started using particular words for your girls, it's curse words. It's like, oh, she not really playing with me no more. No. And I have to stop this behavior right now. Yeah, because that's the thing about being a mom is sometimes they'll try and play with you and you'd be like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, okay. You want to get up i'll take all your shit and your day will be ruined do you want that (laughs) was i talking to you when i told you that instead of taking kids electronics Mm -hmm. i believe that parents should take their chargers that's funny so they just have i believe that you're you should leave them with the item and let them rationalize how much they use it until it's that's smart a wrap that's smart so it's like i'm not taking your ipad you keep your ipad but you're going to live with the torture of knowing that at any moment, this mother is going to die and Chase it's would have over. a complete meltdown. Yeah. My iPad is dying. My iPad is dying. So? So? It is what it is. That's funny. That's funny. A lot of things are going on. Did you hear about the rapper little TJ getting shot? No. Obviously, you haven't been on the shade room. I, I know. You got to get your local rapper news. I, well, I There's told you. There's nowhere else to Remember, get it. Remember, I know the local West Coast rappers and you know the local East Coast rappers. Yes. So okay. Lil TJ is a New York rapper. Okay. Um, and he was shot in Edgewater, New Jersey. That's where you live. Bitch. What do you mean? <laughs> all I hear is all this news like Lil TJ got shot, Lil TJ got shot. I'm on the golf course the next day and everyone's talking about it. And they're like, yeah, you know, Lil TJ got shot at the Chipotle. Not the Chipotle. Girl, I was like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, at the Edgewater Promenade. I'm like, oh, sh-. they pulled out like ARs. In the middle of the day? No, in the e- uh, I think it was the evening. It says, um, Lil TJ was shot at a shopping promenade in Edgewater, New Jersey, just after midnight on Wednesday. In what the Bergen County Prosecutor's Office called an attempted robbery against him and two of his friends. Prosecutors announced the arrest of Muhammad Konate, 27, of New York City, on charges of attempted murder, armed robbery, and weapon offenses. Accusing the man of firing at the rapper, whose na- real name is Tian Merritt, as well as Jeffrey Valdez and Anton Burt Boyd. TJ was struck multiple times in the attack, which also injured Boy. Prosecutors had said that one victim was taken to the hospital and in critical condition, but that one victim was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries as in is now in good condition. So he did not die. He did not die. Yeah. But the idea that what's going on in the rap world right now. It's nasty. And then in the bigger macro picture, what's happening in our country with guns. Yeah is wild but it's not until it happens down the block that it really hits home. in a decent neighborhood mm-hmm. by the way there's nothing but apartments on top of that promenade those yeah. are people's homes so just after midnight people heard multiple shots of a machine he gun must damn live there i wondered if that yeah. was the case we gotta figure it out i don't think we're gonna figure it out you don't think so there's Terrible shit happening on the daily, and it just seems to be getting worse and worse. I do think that Biden supposedly signed something, better background checks New or something. Gun he tried legislation. It's stupid. It's not going to help. He did something that seems small, increasing the age and increasing background checks. Right, and to you, Ashley, you felt like it's not enough. So when that when the last school shooting happened mm-hmm. and everyone was talking about it and I was reading on social media and they were saying in Japan mm-hmm. 
they have all these very like you have to do this, 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 this and this. And then there's a three month trial period and then you can get your gun Mm -hmm. like it takes all this time. And that's what I think would help. Because a lot of these people, like that kid that went in there and shot all those kids, he had bought the gun like the day before. If you give them a second, like, okay, I want a gun because I want to go shoot up a school, let's say. Yeah. But then I also have to wait a month or two. I might reconsider what I'm trying to do. At that point, maybe I have a conversation with my grandparents that didn't know anything was happening. Like maybe in that period of time, Something may change that will make you think twice. The ability to say, I want to shoot up a school today. I'm going to go buy a gun and I'm going to shoot up the school in the same day. In the same 24 hours. That's what I'm saying. It's nuts. So like, I do agree, like the age needs to be Mm -hmm. higher. Mm -hmm. I do agree there needs to be more strenuous background checks. But I I liked the idea. There was like a period of time. A waiting time before you actually And I was like, that's smart. What people are not understanding is that while this legislation is described as small and insignificant, you have to think about something called the Swiss cheese effect. A single slice of Swiss cheese has what? A bunch of holes in it, Mm -hmm. right? So you take a single slice of Swiss cheese and you put it down, it's got holes all over it. But once you take the second slice of Swiss cheese, which has holes in it, it covers the hole. Mm -hmm. And so eventually you have a block of cheese with no holes. Yeah. And that's how you have to look at the gun legislation that they're passing through now is that I have to start here to layer on. So now I've raised the age to 21 and I've strengthened the background checks. Now I can put another slice of cheese on top of that 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 deepens what those laws will do. Uh, Yeah. And so for me, yes, while it sounds insignificant or minimal. It's the first step in the right direction. Step, And I just can't figure out why we keep continuing to Beat up Joe Biden. I hate it. I don't understand either because half the stuff that's happening right now is from what Trump did four years ago. That's how long it takes stuff to go into effect. And people want to blame Joe Biden like this shouldn't be happening. Like shit doesn't change overnight. It's just not the way our government works. It's just not. It's just not. So the things that we're experiencing now are things that have been put into place when Trump came into office and he started working on these things and things you can't blame Biden. Well, that is the perfect segue into the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Nasty. I wanted women to hear what the case was and what was actually overturned. What the case was is a pregnant single woman brought a class action suit challenging the constitutionality of the Texas criminal abortion laws, which prohibited the procuring or attempting an abortion except on medical advice for the purpose of saving a mother's life. Yeah. This was 1973. The court ruled in the Jane Rose favor. They basically said it was the due process clause of the 14th Amendment, which protected against state action, the right to privacy, including a woman's qualified right to terminate her pregnancy. So 50 years ago, insane now, it's been 50 years, 73. 50 years ago, a woman could not in Texas get an abortion. Yeah. It, it it feels like really what they're doing is returning us yeah. to something. We're going backwards. And that's the part that's f***ing scary. Not to take something away from me, but to take it and send me back 50 years. Yeah, we're going backwards. Did you watch Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> I stopped because I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it made me feel because it was feeling too real. Like, well, we are not 
too far off from this. Basically, in that the government like took the rights of women over control of their own body and making choices for themselves. And that's essentially what's happening now. Yeah, we took a huge leap forward in Handmaid's Tale. Tale's story, right? Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because I could never watch it. You know, the empath in me, yeah, it was, no, it was too nasty. much for me. I watched the first one and I cried through it. I fast forward, like it was too emotional. It's it's a tough show to watch. It's a tough show. And now even more so, I would say. Yeah. A lot of companies are coming out and saying that they'll support their employees financially, you know, if they need an abortion to go to another state or do what they need to do. Yep. But it was interesting because I saw a thread today and, you know, there's always the pessimists always. within this. But it was like, this is amazing that all you companies are doing that. So, like, what is actually your action plan with this? Are you are you paying people back? How like how are you actually going to implement this? And it was interesting because let's say you're someone that like, let's say you work at Dick's, mm -hmm. Dick's Sporting Goods. Mm -hmm. So then you have to go to your boss and say, I want to have an abortion you know, yeah, it's like share. thinking about all those small things of like how these companies are actually going to implement it. It's going to be interesting. I think it's amazing. But like the actual implementation of it. A lot of the companies put out their statements and what they're willing to do. Yeah. So companies like Uber, Lyft, Amazon, Yelp, Starbucks, Levi's, Citigroup, Tesla. These are all some of the early companies that have jumped out. And the various different ways that they're doing it. One way is providing transportation and lodging. Okay. Another way is a reimbursement up to a certain number, $4,000, $5,000. Right. Well, I need yeah. to see McDonald's, Taco Bell, get, like, yeah. with all due respect, my essential yeah. companies yeah. put stuff like this into play. Yeah. Yeah. But, I already saw a lady on Instagram, like, school people on how to get away with it. She oh, said yeah. something about you get a P.O. box in a state that, like, say you live in Texas, get a P.O. box in California. Yeah. And then you have your medical something, go to the P.O. box, and then your doctor, it's, mm. she was schooling people on, there's people, at the end of the day, people are, listen, nice try, Supreme Court, people are still going to be getting their abortions. Right, which is why we had Planned Parenthood and other things yeah. so that we could avoid back alley abortions. And now here we are. I can't hold you. The shit is really scary is seeing the couple states already that have taken effect that abortions are legal. There were a bunch of states that had legislation basically waiting. Oh, the trigger law. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. There was one, though, that I saw. Was it Nebraska that said they're not pulling the trigger? Like, listen. Don't piss off the women and the gays. Listen, Let don't piss you. off the women and the gays. We, I don't know. We have rights, too. There's one thing we do over here. It's stand for women and stand for our rights. And go get your plan B's now, ladies, because they're going to start limiting the amount you can buy. And also, if you are in a state where they are enforcing this and trying to ban abortion, delete the period tracking apps off of your phone. What is this? I, yes. I didn't. I've seen it. But what what do you mean? Because they're in our phones. So basically, at some point, if they decide to go back and see all the women that have conceived and then don't have children, then they can hold them and the doctor legally responsible for terminating a pregnancy. It's nasty. Yeah. I live in Jersey. I'm keeping my app on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Right. I need to know when I'm ovulating and when I'm not. Yeah. Do you think men know, like, are men privy to the period trackers? 
think certain men are. Probably if you slide are. it in there raw, you aware of the period tracker? No, I think probably more like so men that have probably been in relationships or men that have children and are like privy to that conversation. Okay, okay. Like I don't think there's a lot of single men walking around like, oh, so can I check your period tracker to see? I don't think they think about that. Yeah. COVID-19 moves fast and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they are mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home, but must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about treatment options at treatcv19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. You've got mail. Um, this week on the internet, I saw another meme. It wasn't a Dear Young Queen meme. It was a tweet from some wonderful girl that, I don't have the screenshot so I can't say your name, but you're dope for this tweet. It was a guy actually, now that I think about it, it was a guy. But it said, it took me 26 years, six months, two weeks, and five days to finally comprehend that women don't be tripping like that. If they are, it's either because they need reassurance, don't feel safe, feel unheard or unseen, or just need some loving. And when I read it, I was like, wow, for any moment I've ever tripped, if in that moment a man had either reassured me had made me feel safe, perhaps just listened and acknowledged the, the issue without t- accepting fault. Just be like, I understand why you feel like that. Or maybe just grabbed me up and said, stop arguing and kissed me. Every single one of those scenarios would have stopped me from continuing to spiral. In the moment. Correct. But then the next day you'd wake up and still be mad. Is that the case? I think that there are some nights we go to bed and then wake up still mad. But I also think sometimes we also want to drop it as it much as they do. It depends on what you're tripping on. Yeah. Let's let's not make it some shit. Like, let's make it. He got yeah. home late. Yeah. He said he would be home at midnight. And he walked yeah. in at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Now, if this is a habit, now I might start cursing you out. I might start yelling. You told me you'd be back by this time, blah, 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 blah. But if the man did any of those things, like, yeah. you're right. I did say that. I want to reassure you that wasn't disrespect for you. It was da 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 da. How do you continue to argue after that? That's an evolved man because most men are gaslighters. They're quick to call us crazy. And the man that posted it realized like, yo, my bitch isn't tripping. She just needs me to do one of these four things to make her feel better. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. I think about the things that sometimes when men are upset, what I believe it would take to get them out of that space. Suck their dick. Hello? And then I think about what it would take for a woman to get out of that space, and you wouldn't have to get on your knees. No, not at all. You just need to maybe grab me up and hug me and tell me don't trip, it's okay. Or I understand how you feel. I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. Yo, and that's not even accepting fault as a man. It's just acknowledging the fact that my feelings are valid. I had someone hit me with that this week, and then all I could be was like, okay, thanks. Because what could you say? They said they heard you and they acknowledged you. And that that's simple. really what I wanted in the moment. You want to be heard and acknowledged and feel like how you feel is important to them. And if you can just acknowledge that in the moment, 
It's so simple. The moment that you acknowledge it is the moment that I can let it go. Yeah. But if you, yo, you tripping or using all the gaslighting Uh, phrases. You're so crazy. You're nuts. Like, what? I'm not nuts, actually. Feelings and you walk through the door at 3 a.m. when you told me midnight. I'm not actually crazy. This is the order of events. This is what happened. And if you can acknowledge that, I just think it's a game changer. That's a good one. And it was wild because you know how your phone be hearing you, right? Uh Uh-oh. Right after that, maybe like an hour later, I'm scrolling and I came across this reel. If you're not in my life anymore, it doesn't mean I think that you're a bad person. Like, I don't deem people good or bad. I deem them safe or unsafe, aligned or misaligned, because I'm not available for people that I have to protect myself from. Ooh, a bar, Ashley. And I think that we spend a lot of time talking about comfort when I think the real word is safety. Yeah. You are my protector and my provider. Yeah. I just want to know you got me. <laughs> and if I don't feel safe, I that you're not protecting me, which is one of your sole jobs. And it's not your job because I decided it was your job. God did. God decided that was your job. Play it again. If you're not in my life anymore, it doesn't mean I think that you're a bad person. Like, I don't deem people good or bad. I deem them safe or unsafe. Aligned or misaligned. Good I don't deem people good or bad. They're either safe or not safe. Aligned or misaligned. Yeah. It's the alignment too. I've been trying to really take heed to what the astrologer told us when he was on this show. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that he explained, he felt like this year is that I would be a little bit more secluded than I have been in the past. And I think that really at the root of that is me this year being able to decipher the people that make me safe or unsafe. Yeah. The people that are aligned or misaligned. And that perhaps for the last few years of my life, I've been operating with a lot of misalignment. Mm-hmm. I've been operating with people that don't make me feel safe. Mm-hmm. And I'm praying that what he says is true and that this year I can start operating with people that are actually quote unquote good Mm -hmm. for me. And by good, I mean safe, Safe, aligned, aligned. et cetera. So to the young Kings listening, just tell us you heard us and you receive it and you apologize for making us feel that way. You don't even have to apologize for what you did. Apologize for the way that you made us feel. Because guess what? Like, okay, because you have to receive that. You have to. I got hit with it. And I was like, I'm mad, but you just told me you heard me. And that's what I was really looking for. you understand and I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. And then shut me down and I was mad. <laughs> I do think though that our version of wanting this apology to look the same way is tied to our apology language. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, when you and I did the apology language test, our number one apology was accepting responsibility. Yeah. So for us, that that is that. Yeah. I think there are some women that don't want to hear, I'm sorry how I made you feel. Some what women do they want to hear? They want to hear an, a man admitting his faults, like where he misstepped, like all but of that. But they don't want to hear shit. They want to see it. Oh. <sighs> that, that leads to what I saw on the internet today, just randomly, and we don't need to dive into this tonight, but... If all men cheat, why you leave a man for cheating? 
all of them cheat. So why you leave? Nah, it's a <laughs> it's a great question. And usually I have some sort of like comeback or snapback. It's back. toxic. It's toxic as Yeah. You think all men cheat? I don't think all men cheat. I think that a lot of men cheat, particularly men with access and men that are quote unquote high, high value. value. I think they do. And I don't think it has anything to do with them, their manhood, because I know a lot of men that handle their business in every aspect and cheat. cheat. <laughs> ah. Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea is here to unleash your sense of try, to ignite new passions and rekindle old ones. So try a Gold Peak and then try something else, because this taste is worth the try. Try Gold Peak. What time is it? It's question time. What time is it? It's question time. Let me start. Okay. Ashley North. Have you ever been to a sex club? No, Ashley W. Do I look like someone that's been to a sex club? No, but I'm curious if you would ever go. No, you know me. I'm the one who isn't even interested in having a threesome in my home, in my bed. I'm not sharing i don't want to watch i don't want to do none of it would you go if you didn't have to like participate no because like you could just go look at the different rooms and what was happening in them and if i knew who was going to be there and it was someone that i was interested in seeing naked or watching them have sex but i don't want to go watch a bunch of ugly people have sex it's kind of like the nude beach yeah like, like if i knew like rihanna never- and asap were going to be there having sex and the cute girl with the fat ass and her boyfriend that yeah. had the six pack. And yeah, I'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah, let's watch. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But every day, but you know, the people that are in the sex club, we don't want to see them having sex. I'm OK. Can I tell you something I think is very interesting? Oh, but you know what's actually funny? What? Is when you just said that, I realized technically I have. So here's the thing. Think you know everything about your best friend. Kind of. But do you? Kind of. So when I first moved to L.A., and this is going to date myself, and I'm I'm 25. (laughs) So I was very young going to these parties. About 10. (laughs) I was about 10 years old. (laughs) And I ended up at Shamar Moore's house. So Shamar Moore used to have these pool parties at his house, okay? So we're having By the way, a good the way time. that thirty story starts, I went to a party at Shamar Moore's house is enough. But it's enough. We're gonna let you continue. So <laughs> like it was just a regular party. Yeah. There came a point where this I don't know if he got on the mic or he just yelled. I can't <laughs> quite recall. But he said basically these parties were called butt naked or bounce. So either now's the time you get <laughs> naked and shit's about to go down or you gotta go I was there so I'm sure the shit that was going down after I left so technically I've been a part of that but left before the shit started but it was funny I'll never forget it and I think we went twice like we went back we tried it again (laughs) maybe you won't do it you have to get naked this time no bitch no every time this is the party it was called butt naked and he was the one and he was wild by the way, that's the name of this episode, Butt Naked or Bounce? Yes. Anyways, go ahead, Ash. Okay. Do you know anyone who has been part of a pyramid scheme? <laughs> the f- 
The part is you know somebody that was a part of the pyramid scheme. <gasps> he was a financial advisor. His name was. Of course I know. Deshaun invested with, but because he started working with it early, and Deshaun pulled his money out right before, before. right before, That's like the pyramid scheme, literally right before. Yeah. I mean, he got a lot of people. He got everybody. Yeah. He got, no, he got, Deshaun pulled his money out like by the hair. Because Deshaun had it in there. So crazy. Where is, did he go to jail? Did he get in trouble? What's crazy is I talked to, I asked about it maybe like a year ago. Yeah. And he said something like he did get in trouble for a little bit, but he kind of just fell off the grid. Yeah. He fell back. He didn't go to jail. He's, yeah. A lot of got caught up in that. So this was a pyramid scheme. It was. That basically was a, a guise as financial investing for a lot of athletes. Yeah. And it was a whole pyramid scheme. But anyways, Ashley, what's the most useful thing you own? My cell phone? I don't know why this question automatically took me to the house. So talk to me about the most useful thing you own in your house. Oh, the most useful thing I own in my house? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to say <clears throat> personally, Please. it's my Wi-Fi router. Oh, that's good. Because what I've realized is my Wi-Fi has been going out. And particularly where I live, when my Wi-Fi goes down, I don't have cell phone service. Yep. I can't. Like, I'm literally yeah. dead to the world. And so my Wi-Fi is everything for me because I can't check my email. I can't look for clothes for clients. I can't take phone calls. I can't watch my Netflix. You know, it's a lot of important things. It's very stressful. My kids get on my back because Charlie can't play her video games. Chase can't watch her YouTube. Like, it gets crazy. It's stressful in the household when the Wi-Fi We left. The last time, like, we were, like, home. It went out in the middle of the day on, like, a Saturday. And I was like, oh, no. We're out of here. (laughs) Let's go somewhere where there is service. Literally. So I'm going to say my Wi-Fi router because you can't live without it. No, that's good. I was going to say something. Say? Yo, you have a great little mini vac duster. Oh, they are great. And you know who put me on? Who? Khadijah. Early on in our friendship, she came over to my house and I had just had Chase. And like it was some crumbs or something. And she was like, oh, where's your da-da-da? I was like, huh? I don't have one of those. Literally the next, I think she... Amazon, like literally in the moment, she was like, you need this. And ever since I had one. Yeah, no, the handy as fuck. Yeah, in my, my mind, when I read this question, I thought about like, you know, those vacuums that vacuum your house all day. The, yeah, and, you I know, robot like I robot. Thing. Yeah. I think about how often you turn to that dust back. No, mine just died. I just had to buy a new one. Well, sis, because of your experience, I found myself on Amazon yeah. trying to buy myself a yeah. dust back. I brought some bullshit that was like 35 no, watts. No, 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 when no. I tell you this dust back didn't pick up shit, I was like, this is not like Ashley's. I sent it back. Yeah, you got. So the one I had at the Black and Decker, I upgraded. Oh, what do you have? I got something very sleek. Ooh, I don't know. Let's it's a brand it's you don't coming. even know. Let's see when it's coming. It should be here in a day. Yeah, mine died. And I was like, oh, oh no, no, I can't live with without this. This is the one you need. It's very cute. Oh, arriving tomorrow by 10 p.m. Oh, what is it? It's a shark, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look how cute it is. Yo, you know you're old when you're excited about look, vacuum. Look how cleaners. nice it's going to look. Good. I'm 25, Ash. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You're 25. <laughs> last question. Last question. Okay, the last question goes to you, Ash. Talk to me. Why do you do what you do? Mm. 
It's a good question. I do what I do because when I was in the middle of depression, it was a point in my grief where I was unable to determine my purpose or where I was going. I read a book and the book said, your purpose is where what you're good at meets what you like to do. Mm. It's important. You might like to do some shit you just bad at, like... You know, I've like that's it. not really I've, your purpose. I've like, seen it happen. That's not your calling, my G. That's yeah. just something you like to do. So I made a list. The book challenges you to make a list. And I put on one side all the things I like to do. I like to communicate. I like to tell stories. I like to be around my friends. I like to throw events. I like to blah, 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 blah. And then I went on the other side. And I was like, what are you good at? I'm like, yo, damn. People tell me I'm good at telling the stories. People tell me I'm good at setting vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm good. And I actually looked at my list and I realized that what I like to do and what I'm good at are a little bit more aligned mm-hmm. than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. And so by right now running Dear Young Queen and this podcast, mm-hmm. I am able to do the things in those lists that I said I was good at. Mm-hmm. I'm able to communicate. I'm able to do it with my friends. Mm-hmm. And even on the Dear Young Queen side, that's not someone directly all of these women on the page have become my friends. Yeah, it's like the social interaction. Yeah. In the pandemic, when Dear Young Queen grew the most, I was doing virtual events. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I do what I do because I feel like I'm aligned in my purpose. Yeah. And it's crazy because soulmate turned Bentley Bay and I were having a conversation the other day about goals Right, like he's very clear on a goal that he wants to get to, Mm -hmm. and then he's ready to check out. Mm -hmm. I don't know that he'll check out. I think that he's going to get to that goal and keep going, but Mm -hmm. he's there. And it was in that conversation I realized I don't actually have an exit point. Do you have one? No, I've actually been thinking about that lately. Like, damn, I need to get one because as you get older and you're like, I can't do this forever. I do what I do because I feel like I'm walking in my calling and my purpose. Yeah. But I would love nothing more than to be able to articulate to you because one day yeah. I want to do this. Yeah. One day I want to end here. Yeah. So that's why I do it, but I do think there should be some more. That was good. Yeah. Well, Ash. Yeah. Listen to me. We don't have a single review in like the past month. What the f- the numbers tell us these are arguably the four best episodes we had all year. Let's so see. I'm curious why you're not in our reviews giving us five stars and leaving a comment. Maybe because we don't tell them anymore. Right. So we're <laughs> back here this week, guys, to remind you all to do what, Ash? Like, subscribe. And rate. And rate. Ash, until next week. Bye. Bye. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ask Ashley Podcasts. And if you want to connect with us, you can find our website at www.askashleypodcast.com. If you're looking to connect with us personally, you can find me, Ashley W., at Dear Young Queen. And you can find Ashley N. at Ashley North Style. Hey, girls. The summer we've been waiting for is right around the corner. And our friends at Ulta Beauty wanted to share the following skincare must-haves. Starting off with the Beauty Stack Cosmetics Universal C Skin Refiner, which is the world's first 20% vitamin C serum containing stabilized L-ascorbic acid, the purest form of vitamin C.
This skin refiner boosts collagen production to tighten and firm skin, reducing lines and wrinkles while shrinking large pores. Your next summer must-have is Rosen Super Smooth Smoothie Cleanser. This cleanser is a slightly exfoliating face wash that helps smooth textured skin by removing dead skin. And its exfoliating properties help to remove current dark spots from past breakouts. Lastly, don't forget to protect your beautiful skin with Black Girl Sunscreen Moisturizing Sunscreen Lotion with SPF 30. Made for melanated skin and protects against harmful UVA and UVB rays using a signature sheer formula. It also doubles as a moisturizing lotion and lightweight base for all over protection. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Ulta Beauty today and shop in store or online for all your summer skincare essentials.